Hello, welcome to People Who Are Politicians. I'm your host, Matt Antonelli. Uh, before I get in, into today's episode, just wanted to encourage you, if you don't already, um, to follow People Who Are Politicians on Facebook and on Twitter. It's where I list all the upcoming episodes uh, and schedule for releases and all that, those kinds of things. Um, uh, if you go there at the moment, there's some more Queensland state election candidates who are coming on, which is really exciting. It's been really great to talk to them about why they're running. And that brings me to this episode, which features Julianne Wood, who is running in the seat of Thurngower for Catter's Australia Party. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. It's uh, mainly because if you listen to the previous episode, which was uh, with Patsy O'Brien, who is running in uh, Miller, and I'm very f- familiar with Miller, right? I grew up there, I you know, pass through it every day when I go to work. So I, I kind of know what's going on in there. It's really good to talk to someone and, you know, be able to come up with questions and talk to that. Um, whereas, like a seat in Tharangara, like I've, I've been to Townsville, which is sort of in the top little section of Tharangara, but I, and, you know, I've been to North Queensland and far North Queensland, but I'm not a resident there. So I don't have the same perspective on the issues in the area. And so it's really good to talk to her. It was really great to talk to Julianne and talk to her about, you know, why she's running, uh, the things that are unique to that area and uh, what she's looking to do if she's elected. And so we spoke a lot about, you know, youth crime in the area. Um, if you don't know Julianne, she uh, organised a group called Take Back Townsville. So um, we speak a bit about that. And it, it's just a really interesting chat. And so uh, if you, you know, enjoy the episode, make sure you like and share and subscribe and all those normal things uh this was obviously done over distance because you know i didn't fly up to north queensland or anything for this so um it was done over zoom so if you know the sound might not be as good as the previous episode but you can still understand everything that's being said so uh, i really hope you enjoy the episode um yeah enjoy Hello, welcome to People Who Are Politicians. I'm your host, Matt Antonelli, and today I'm joined by Julianne Wood, the Catters Australia Party candidate for Thurangawa. Thurangawa. How, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, let's start with uh, your electorate. Um, maybe because you know most people that listen to this podcast, a lot of the episodes are about kind of southeast Queensland. So maybe if you gave us a, an overview of what um, what your electorate is like and kind of the the overall, the the vibe you get from it, I guess. Yep, sure. Okay, so really um, my electorate, um, firstly, it is, to me, it is a big one. Um, I think we've got about 180,000 roughly uh, residents in Townsville and I'm just under 50,000 of those just in my electorate. So. Um, I have been the, uh, since the last election um, had finished, um, the government actually went in and changed the boundaries for the, um, for this particular electorate. So it made it a lot bigger. Mm. And I think that was due to it being an ALP seat. So, you know, of course you would go and make it a bigger, a bigger seat, um, I guess as a security. So, um, so about just under 50,000. Um, we have very diverse um, suburbs um, in uh, up at, look, it consists of Upper Ross, Kerwin and Heatley. So we do have uh, people from all different types, um, you know, cultures, diverse cross sections. Um, 
you know, look, they come from all walks of life, I guess you could say. So, um, and I guess, you know, a lot of people could say that about any suburb, you know, anywhere. So, yeah, just, just um, hardworking people, just wanting to get ahead uh, and have a better life, I guess. And uh, I, I, I mean, you know, you start campaigning and you know, having to get around such a large electorate, it, that must be a little bit challenging too, trying to get from, you know, from that kind of, I, I believe it's that sort of south, southern part of Townsville all the way out to, um, oh, it goes through the Hinchinbrook electorate a little bit, but yeah, it, like, is that much yeah. of a challenge trying to get around and talk to everyone? Yeah, look, at the moment, um, because it's sort of, I guess, just starting, um, yeah. I'm putting my in more with you know, markets and I'm actually setting up to do um, the Willow Shopping Centre, which is um, a lot of people that go through that shopping centre. I'm actually going to be there every Saturday now right up until the election day. Um, getting closer to the election, I'm going to be at the markets on the Sundays and the shopping centres uh, on the Saturdays. Um, I've also got the trailers where I'll go and sit on the side of the road uh, waving at everybody so they can see who I am, so they can put a face to the name sort of thing. Um, and then just getting out there to say hello to everybody. It is hard with um, knocking on doors. I, I feel, look, I guess, you know, nowadays you have to be careful um, and it's not like, an, it's not an electorate thing. I think it is just, you know, you have to be mindful of, you know, I guess, you know, security type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that's something that you have to sort of, you know, keep in mind, I guess. But I'm also, I'm also thinking, John, this is just my personal opinion, that a lot of people don't like people coming and knocking on the front of their door. Mm. So I'm mindful about that. And I think, um, you know, that is just an, uh, like an individual thing for me, um, that I would prefer to be at, you know, at the shopping centres, at the markets, you know, waving on the side of the roads, doing anything like that. Um, that people can actually approach me if they want to approach me instead of me going up and actually sort of you know, hassling them sort of thing. I'm not, I'm not someone that's going to go up and uh, attack somebody and be, you know, in your face, I guess, like some other people can be. So, um, yeah, definitely just trying to get my face and my name out there. I do, um, I'm getting a lot of um, letters into the editor and um, I do get the odd, um, odd news story in the, in the uh, newspaper and the um, and the TV appearances um, in relation to any sort of updates or policy announcements, things like that. Oh, and I suppose if you you know you've got shopping centres and markets and the people come up to you rather than you going knocking on their door, it's a lot more of a uh, comfortable conversation. You know, like you know they they can choose to come up to you and share some things that they want done in their area rather than you. I don't want to say hassling them at their door, but you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> Yes, I do. And that's, you know, and that's what I think, like, yeah, being different places, you know, even if it's, you know, somewhere, well, look, you know, I was going to say somewhere if you were to go, like, you know, overseas where, you know, you can't walk down the street because people are coming up and going, you know, you can buy this and do this and whatever. I don't like that. So mm. I would prefer, you know, if I want something or if I want to know something that I will approach you about it. But definitely, I think, too, just to, you know, for people to go, oh, there's Julianne. So even if they don't, you know, specifically have anything that they want to ask me for them just to see me and go oh there she is and oh there she is again she's been at the shopping center every saturday for months and oh there's that girl that sits on the side of the road like you know like a fool but doesn't matter i sit on the side of the road for a few hours every saturday and i just sit there and wave to everybody um and i get the you know the beeps and the waves and i get the odd um you know um 
not nice comments thrown at me, but you know, that's not going to be the last time I'd imagine being a politician. That's not going to be the last time that happens. <laughs> I was going to say it all, um, it all comes with the, uh, the game, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So I think, um, yeah, I think, you know, to be, I think, you know, really just to have your face out there and your name so that, you know, hopefully when they come through to voting that they know, you know, that they, that they know who they're going to vote for. A lot of the time, and we hear statistics that people actually don't even make their mind up as uh, who they're going to vote for, even as they're walking through the gate, they still aren't 100% who they're going to vote for. So need to try and capture that, that when people are going through the vote, you know, through the gate, that they do know we want to vote for Julianne because we know what she stands for. I'm very, very passionate. Um, and, uh, and I guess, you know, the, the, the sense or the idea that they do know me. Uh, so, you know, b before you decided to run or uh, were selected as the Catters candidate for the area, what were you, what were you doing? So, uh, what were you doing like immediately before being selected to run? Okay, so immediately before I was selected to running, um, I was uh, the founder of a page called Take Back Townsville. Mm -hmm. uh, and I created that page um, right from the... Um, incident I guess you could call it where the kids stole the gold Navara and caused you know caused such a massive amount of drama through the city you know the airports were closed down we had helicopters flying around trying to find them you know they were attempting to try and run over people um, when I heard that going on I thought that's just ridiculous I mean we'd had problems with stolen cars you know before that but for it to get to the extent that it had that you know airports had to be closed and everyone was you know, it's the first time I've actually heard people say to their families, get off the roads. Whatever you do, whatever you do, wherever you're going, stop, get back home or go park somewhere, get off the roads. That's how dangerous it was. Um, and that's, you know, that's not heard of here. Um, you know, I've been, I, I was born here um, and I'm 50 on Boxing Day. So, you know, I know what it's all about and that's never happened before. So when I'd heard that, I'll... I just said that's enough. So that very same day, I got onto Facebook and I created a page, Take Back Townsville. And that was where I was making a stance um, against the government to say that, you know, some legislation changes needed to be made immediately so that these kids, um, you know, could be, well, punished or dealt with um, as they should be. Uh, and they weren't. So there is a reason which I can go into a little bit more um, if you liked. But so I was doing the Take Back Townsville page. Um, from there, we had um, three rallies. I had um, organised a luncheon and I'd organised a, um, a night forum where it was completely sold out. Um, with that night forum, I had um, uh, Katarina Carroll, I had Mark Ryan. Um, I had um, the three um, local MPs for the ALP there. I had um, Dale Last and another gentleman from LMP. I had um, Nick uh, Demetto from CAP. And, um, and there was you know, quite a few other. I had some people there from the Youth, uh, Youth Justice Department as well. So there was everybody there, basically. So it was a night there where people could ask questions and say, why isn't this being done? And, you know, why hasn't that been done? So... Um, it was really good that people got to vent, you know, a little bit to these, yeah. you know, to these officials and say, you know, what the hell, basically. Um, and so, you know, it did get heated, uh, you know, every now and again, which I think, you know, people were feeling that out of frustration because 
everyone was going through so much grief and it really, like it is, it's very, it's very stressful, very upsetting what people are going through. So it does sort of, it does sort of, you know, come to a head where people are being very um, vocal um, and I guess a little bit aggressive or mm. not aggressive in a hard way, but and Maybe sort of make passionate, it, passionate more so. Yeah. Very, very passionate and saying, you need to help us. You need to do something. Mm. Um, so that's what, so that's what it's all about. So very, very active. Um, you know, visiting, you know, having very, very strong uh, relationships with the local police. Um, so, yeah, very much in their fingers in the pies, you know, keeping an eye on things and getting a lot of help and discussions with, with a lot of officials here in Townsville. So that's brought me to where I am today, which you might want to address in a, in a different question. Yeah, yeah I was just going to ask, like, uh, like I was looking at the number of signatures on your petition as well. You got about 2,500, which is... Quite a quite a large amount. So I actually got a few more than that. I got I got about five thousand uh, electronic signatures. Oh, okay, I'm got, looking at the wrong number. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's about, I got, I got about eleven and a half thousand all up. So oh, that was in about, Yeah, that was in about a three or four month period. And um, if uh, Corona hadn't come through, we, we would have had um, you know a lot more come through. You know, a lot more signatures on that. So. Um, but yeah, we had, I've got about 11 and a half thousand signatures just in the three or four month period. So, um, it was, it was really good. Um, and it was like, yeah, like our motto was enough's enough. We just had enough of everything that's been going on. So, yeah. So when you, when you like find something that, you know, obviously you had an experience yourself and, and the community, um, you know, a lot of people are obviously quite passionate about that cause, what kind of makes you go from leading that to to run for parliament? Because obviously you can still advocate for these things from outside of parliament. So what's the benefit of like trying to get in there? Basically, we wanted the legislation changed specifically in relation to the uh, breach of bail with the kids. So once upon a time, um, you know, the the legislation was that if the kids breached their bail, it was going to be a criminal offence, um, and they would be dealt with accordingly. Um, and then the ALP changed that about mid last year to it now being if the kids breached their um, if they breached their bail that it was no longer a criminal offence. So this is where the revolving door saying comes into play. So um, you know they would commit you know a robbery or steal a car. It wasn't a criminal offence. They basically go through the courts. The courts would say, sorry, you can't do that. We can't do anything to you because it's, you haven't committed a crime. It's not an offence. Um, we'll give you bail. Out you go. Now, what they do is they go back out on bail, but while they're out on bail, they know, well, I can go and steal another car because it's not a criminal offence. And this is where they steal a car and go back through, steal a car, go back through, because there was no there was no repercussions at all for what they were doing. Um, so even till now, the government have not changed that part of the legislation. I know that um, the ALP come out just in the last week saying, oh, you know, we've changed the part of the legislation that the community were, you know, that they were crying for. And that's absolutely not the case. They changed one word from might to may or may to might, something like that. But they did not change the part of the legislation that said breach of bail is now a criminal offence. So basically everything we wanted and what we absolutely need, they still have not addressed. So um, back to your question, sorry, is... Um, because the, because the um, petition got, got us nowhere, they still chose to completely ignore what we were asking for. I thought when I was approached by Cata Party, I thought 
um, they said, you know, would you be interested? And I, and I said, well, a bit of a laugh. And I said, no. I said, I've never, never thought about it before. And they were very keen and said, well, um, we've got your name down <laughs> sort of thing because uh, Nick had turned up to my rallies before. So I had got to know him. And so I said, you know what, if I can't get the government to listen to me being a page creator, com you know, community-minded um, person to try and you know, get changed on, if I can't get it done that way, well, I'm going to get into Parliament and I'm going to try and get the laws changed that way. So that's where the whole thing come from, you know, basically to say, if I can't get you one way, well, I'm going to come through the other door and I'm going to get you the other way. And that's such a that's such an interesting like um, so different to many other guests that I've had on where you know they've they run for their their pre selection and it's very competitive. Like when I spoke to Nick because Nick's been on this as well, um, yep. he he said um, a similar thing. Like he had no intention of being an MP, but then was approached by Cap and you know the rest is history. So it must have given you like a a lot of uh, encouragement for them to approach you and say, look, we know you you've identified something significant and we want to help yep. you get in. Does that give you a lot of confidence going into a campaign? Absolutely. Cause I know they have faith in me. I think through my, you know, through my rallies and that they can see that I'm a very, very passionate girl. So, you know, I sort of call it as it is. There's, you know, it's, you know, it's black and white with me. If I've got to say something, I'll say it. So they saw how I was with that. Um, and I think that's something that they really wanted for the party because they thought that was the sort of person that they thought would be good um, on their behalf to, you know, put their step forward as far as, you know, fighting this crime issue um, for the government. So um, I'm pr I, I am proud of that, that they saw that, you know, that, that good side of me, I guess, that the passion that was there was something that they really liked and wanted on board with themselves. So um, it's worked out really well. You know, I love it. I love being a part of the um, Cat Australian Party. They're fantastic. You know, when I spoke to Rob, he talked a lot about the fact that, you know, a lot of the Catter's base is up in North Queensland. And, you know, someone like me who lives in South East Queensland, he was talking about a lot of issues that perhaps I hadn't really, you know, thought about. Um, so do you find that, like, that's another reason to run as well as in, you know, most of the seats in Parliament are from South East Queensland. You can bring a stronger voice to North Queensland. Yes, um, that's another thing that is the reason that I love this party is that we are for North Queensland, uh, North you know, Northwest Queensland, uh, and you know we are down to the you know to um, I guess the central part as well down to Rocky. I think we've got um, a candidate as well. So you know we don't answer to somebody down in Brisbane. You know to me. Brisbane, South East Queensland, they have got no idea how we operate up here. They have got no idea, um, well, in my opinion, they've got no idea or don't care too much about what we go through, who we are up here. Um, I've made the comments on my page that, you know, they come up here for the day. Oh, you know, you know, Deb Frecklington's here for the day or Anastasia's here for the day and they've made this release and then, you know, then they're gone, you know, like... Yeah, they're just here to do their thing and then it's, okay, it's done, deal, see you later. So I'm very passionate that the people that we answer to, my leaders, my, you know, Rob Catter, we're, we are North Queenslanders and we look after ourselves, North Queensland. We don't have to take any leadership or any um, commentary or any, um, you know, discussion or anything from the South East Queensland, which we shouldn't have to, and I love that. Now, uh, of course, you know, 
if you're elected, there's going to be times when you might have something come across Parliament that you'll have to take a position on that, you know, perhaps that you don't have the expertise in. Uh, so how would you go about, you know, is, do you have some sort of philosophy or approach that you in, intend to use when you're trying to decide whether you support a policy or not? I'm a big study person, uh, a big reader, a big, um, with anything that I'm looking into, I like to study it. Um, you know, so even when I started um, with the party and just going over the different policies and that, I would spend 36 hours at a time just reading, reading, reading. So that would be the same if there was something there that I wasn't 100% sure on. It would just be a lot of research and a lot of reading so that when it did come to making a decision on, you know, what I would, you know, what I would do, that it was a well-informed decision and a decision that was going to be, you know, the best for my constituents and, you know, in my electorate. So um, definitely um, a lot of research and a lot of uh, investigations uh, from me. Given the number, amount of legislation that comes through Parliament, there'll be a lot of reading. So it's, it's good that you are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty well, well prepared. Well, I, I look... I don't get any sleep now and I'm not even, you know, I'm not even voted in and I'll say yes. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, it'll be at any sort of given time through, you know, when you do go to Parliament, it would be, you know, a couple of pieces of legislation at a time. So it'll just be, I mean, I've got myself, you know, through a fair bit of it. And I guess, you know, that's what I've got my colleagues there for as well, that, um, you know, I'm not, you know, Miss Smart Polish, you know, Politician Girl. I'm just your regular everyday person that's you know that's been approached um to do the job um and it's because you know i would just want to help the people of townsville so if i'm not sure of something i will you know definitely take the time to you know to research but then i also have the support there of, of nick robbie and shane as well now um the seat that the thurangawa Thur uh the electorate yep. um it's been in it's basically been in labor hands for a long time i think it was in the lmp when newman came in for a bit you know, why should people switch away from those major parties uh, now? Okay. Well, just from my, um, you know, from my page again, 99.9% um, of people saying they're sick and tired of the two parties, that, you know, for real change to come through, we've got to give, you know, the minority parties a go. So, um, you know, especially when um, I would mention, you know, before being approached, you know, we knew that, the Cater Party had, you know, the policy in place for um, the remote um, location uh, sentencing. Um, so that was something that everybody that went to my rallies just applauded. They were just overwhelmed with what a good idea that was. So, so yes, a lot of everybody that I've spoken to has said we're sick and tired of it. Yeah, the ALP have basically, like you said, it's been their seat for you know forever. Mm -hmm. um, they have not listened to the people's cry of. You need to help us with this legislation. We have been asking for it. They have chosen to sit there and look at us and not make the change. Now, for an example, one of my, um, well, the policy, uh, not policy, the forum night that I held in March with all of those um, guests that turned up, I had someone that uh, had an attendee that specifically addressed the three MPs here and said, will you support a change to the legislation in relation to the breach of bail? And they looked all of us in the eye and said, no, we won't. We won't support a change. Now, if that's, you know, how can they live in a, in a town, in a city, in a suburb, where their neighbours and their friends, their families and whatever are getting broken into, their cars stolen, they can't stand up 
and you know they can't stand up and make a noise even to their own party with and you know that's another thing with these with these major parties the um, MPs they don't have the chance to be able to stand up and make a voice for themselves they've got to toe the party line mm. um you know they, deep down they're probably thinking oh buggy you know we really do want it to change but they can't come out and say that so that that's the disadvantage with being in one of these majors is they don't get a chance you know they're not allowed to be able to you know speak what you know speak their mind or put an opinion through about what they would like so you know in, in one you know in one instance i think that would be very hard for them but you know to be in that position where um you know that you're not going to make the change that your people want to have happen that's what that's what the citizens um and people in the electorate have got really fed up with and they are saying we've had enough of both of them even though the lmp haven't been in ever or you know maybe for a little bit um that look in general the major parties have lost support it's time for you know it's time for minorities to and, and independents to sort of jump on board and see how they go like even if those you know mps were supportive you're right they they've got to have um if they went to that rally they wouldn't be able to give you an answer then anyway probably they'd have to go back to their party room and have a discussion right. so um i guess that's you know another benefit of uh, you know, not just being, you know, a minor party, but being a North Queensland focused party, you can kind of just be beholden to that group of people. Yep. Yep. It, it's like it's a, a win-win because you've got, like you said, you've got that it's, you know, a minor where we haven't got to toe the line to, a, you know, a leader and it's like all regimented and do this and that. Um, and we, and, and we, North Queensland, you know, we've got that win-win with us as, you know, as far as the party goes, which it, you know, which makes it, sometimes I can't believe that it is so, um, so free like that, that, you know, we do have the choice and we do have the chance to actually be able to make an input, even if it is a little bit different to what the policy might be, or we, you know, if there's a discussion on it, we can have, actually have, uh, area, you know, like an input and, a discussion and put through well you know we don't you know we're not really behind this or whatever and it's not it's not a it's not a, a problem so i love that that there is that freedom there that you can express and have thoughts of your own which uh, you wouldn't be able to do if you were with one of the majors is it quite beneficial also to have kind of bob catter there in the background because he's been a federal mp for a very very long time he probably knows how the uh game of politics works um Absolutely. so is that quite a, uh, is he quite an asset to have in your, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Love him or hate him. Look, you know, it doesn't matter where I go with Bob, everybody knows him. Yeah. Everybody knows him. You know, we, uh, yeah, we went and met people the other day at, um, at the Bali Barn here. Everybody wanted a photo. As soon as they saw him, Bob, Bob, you know, big groups of people, you know, straight up to have a photo with him. They were just, you know, they were just so happy to see him. He's just got that um, effect on people. So, um, it was quite funny. I would sort of stand there next to him, or we'll just like back a little bit, just with a smile on my face, because everyone was just so excited to see him. So, um, and he gets that everywhere. And I found too that uh, walking around with him, people would say, "Oh, you know, I worked with you on Man Eyes, or I, I remember doing this in Cloncurry with you." And he would remember people's names. You know, he's um, he's very I don't know admirable. I just sit there and. Uh, uh, yeah, look, he's an amazing person. I think he, I think he's fantastic. I really do. Now, if um, if there's people listening to this and they they live in your electorate or you know they live in one of the electorates surrounding, because I know you've got a lot of candidates up there, um, and even you know you've got uh, Cap has three seats now, so Hill, Hinchinbrook, and Traeger. 
So if there's people listening to this and they want to know more about you and the party, what can they do? Um, okay, so uh, they can jump into KAP um, through Google and they can see our webpage, um, which will have everything. It'll have the members, um, what our policies are, what our, you know, what our core values are. Um, if they needed to get in touch with me, which I welcome any time at all, I'm very, very approachable. Um, they can uh, send me an email at julianne.wood at kap.org.au. Um, I do have a mobile number, but I can't remember what it was. That's, so that's okay. I can, uh, <laughs> I can uh, put that in the episode description. I'll find it somewhere. Yes. It's, I think it's on your, um, I think you have a Facebook it is page. On my- yeah. I haven't been voted in yet. Um, but I've already got people coming to me with um, ideas about, you know, this is a good idea. What do you think? And, you know, can we have a look at, you know, um, you know maybe this being an election promise or something like that. Um, so I've already having meetings with, um, with citizens about, you know, about their ideas, about, you know, things that will help them, you know, be good in the community and help kids and that sort of thing. So um, I am already having that um, conversation and meetings with people about, you know, about prospects, I guess, for, well, I said to them, well, you know, this is a fantastic idea and let's jump and do it. But I said, I can't do anything unless I'm voted in. So, um, but I am already doing, you know, and seeing people now about future projects, um, which I think is really good as well, that, you know, people can see that, well, she's right to go. I'm going to go and see her now and let's put, you know, put their opinions and views and ideas through to me so that we can start working on them now. Um, and like I said, I, it's fantastic. I and mean, I've said, John, this is brilliant, but I can't do anything unless I'm voted in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can do if you put a one in that in my box. And <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, now, just to kind of, um, you know, this is kind of one of the questions that I really like to, to end on and talk about a bit is, um, let's say you're elected, um, and you get to spend a term or a few in Parliament, what kind of legacy would you hope that uh, at the end of it you'd be able to leave behind? I think um, being a politician, if I was to get in or when I get in, hopefully, um, I hope to, um, you know, increase the standard of living, you know, living around the place, um, whether that be making people's lives, you know, a bit more bearable or livable um, in relation to the crime that we've got around at the moment. Um, I'd like to see wages increased um, around, you know, around the city, I guess, which you know, which is uh, comes back to jobs, you know, having jobs, you know, to get the money into the city. Um, I want to see cost of living come down. So that's the sort of thing there that I'll be, um, you know, would be the thing over periods of time that I would be looking at, um, at hoping to achieve and uh, leave a mark, I guess, you know, behind um, about myself is, you know, to, to raise the standards of living, um, get every, you know, have everyone get the jobs going, um, increasing the wages and try and get that youth crime under control a little bit. And so I guess like what it sounds like is, you know, you kind of want to be remembered as someone who improved the, you left it better than you found it, I guess, is the general. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, we've got to have more jobs and, you know, more jobs is, you know, getting these, um, these projects, you know, that, um, that, you know, like the money making projects, you know, the Hell's Gate Dam, 20,000 jobs, Mm. Um, you know, these sort of projects need to be 
you know, need to go through, they don't need to start, they don't, you know, they don't need to be thought about, they actually need to start, um, you know, 20,000 jobs for up around here, that's people getting an income, um, when they've got their income come through, you know, they might be able to go to a restaurant and have dinner, so that's how all of the money will sort of come through and, and it will make, um, you know, overall Townsville will become a more vibrant um, economy, you know, have a, will have a more vibrant economy um, through that sort of uh, through that sort of way, so um, that's the sort of thing there is as far as the jobs go. Is that we need to have those sort of uh, projects um, up and going and up and going yesterday, not sort of left in a pipeline. You know, waiting to see if they'll go ahead. And I, you know, I just for the government to spend you know five billion dollars or two and a half billion dollars on a rail line or you know a wharf bridge or something to go over a Brisbane River. I just think, you know, where are, you, where are your ideas on your money? Like, you know, is that is that a worthwhile project? Do you think maybe we need to have some of those funds come up here to help us with, you know, securing water or securing jobs or securing projects, you know, something like that? So, again, that's just your southeast Queensland coming out. So I get, I, I do get a bit cranky about that whole thing. But look, yeah, like you said, leaving the place better than what it was when I get in. And that, that's all right about Southeast Queensland. I, I can understand, like, you probably want to, the way I feel like it would look, I'm, I mean, I live in Southeast Queensland, but if I wasn't in Southeast Queensland, it probably looks like, you know, the, that money could really be used to improve the entire state and not just one section of it. Yeah, that's right. And I think, too, that, you know, we do believe, too, that, um, you know, we should be seen as a separate state up here you know, for, you know, the instance, I guess, that there is a lot of money that comes through from different mining projects up here through to, you know, through to the cent you know, central area. And those funds basically all go down through to the southeast, you know, to SEQ. So, um, and we're not reaping any sort of reward back for that. Um, so, you know, that just doesn't seem, and it's not, it's not fair. And that's where you're getting a lot of people saying, no, you know, chop, chop, it, down the, chop it down the line from Rocky up. We're you know, a different state and what's ours is ours, South, you know, South East <laughs> Queensland, you know, you can look after yourself sort of thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we've got a lot going on down here as well. So. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I guess that might be uh, sort of a, a good place to end on. Like, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, you live in North Queensland and you, know, you want to find out more about this North Queensland-based party and the Catters and... And yourself, um, you know, I'll put in the episode description where people can find you and all that information. But um, thank you so much for coming on, Julianne. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Matt, I just wanted the last thing to say is um, just to make people, you know, well, I guess just remind people that um, the ALP are not the ALP that they were 10 years ago, say. So, for, you know, my area is a diehard ALP area, so it's going to be hard for me. But... Mm just for them to realise that the ALP that they've been you know, maybe voting for for the last 30 years is not the ALP um, that it is today. So, um, you know, that, you know, a lot of people are coming our way through to, you know, through to the Catter Australian Party. So just be mindful that the ALP is not um, who they were back in the day sort of thing. So just keep that in mind. <laughs>